Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. decommits what does this mean for UCF and some of the stuff I've been seeing online that we really need to address hello everybody and welcome back to charge on as always I'm your host Sean Green before we get started as always a quick word from our sponsors bet online bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball boxing golf and more BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hope everybody's doing good. So, little context it's perfect because I'm recording a little bit earlier today. Obviously, the boys are not on with me. I'm recording this on Wednesday. We had a couple big things break. You are seeing this on Friday. Um, I am moving. So for the next however many episodes or you know, for future episodes, we're going to see what kind of backdrop we're getting. Uh, luckily, we're going to change it up a little bit, hopefully. So that's going to be um, a good change of scenery going into the Big 12. Um but I told the boys just to, again, sit this one out. Um, hopefully, they'll be back here in the next couple of episodes. But we have some news to talk about. Obviously, on Wednesday, we had a couple decommits, uh, a, a couple of news breaks. Uh, so we're going to get into that right now and, and kind of get into a greater conversation that I think has needed to be had. And I think a lot of people on social media bring it up. I think it's great to bring it up in the moment. So Sam Robinson um, obviously was a UCF commit linebacker. Uh, He came for Ernie Sims. He was an Ernie Smith Sims recruit uh, committed to UCF a couple months ago. Um, He decommits and basically about 30 minutes after that, he commits to Rutgers Um, at 3 p.m. on Wednesday. uh, Sincere Edwards, long time. UCF commit. I mean, he was the first commit in the 24 class. Um, he decommits. Now, he doesn't rule out UCF. He drops the top five and says, I, I don't want to disappoint anybody. I want to enjoy my recruitment, and I want to give everybody a fair shot. And it's going to take a lot to pry me from the state of or, uh, uh, the state of Florida. And he's an Orlando kid. We're going to talk about what this could mean negatively for UCF in the class, positively, and why I believe this happened. Now, I put it up on Twitter originally, and I asked you guys when the first news dropped about Sam Robinson. I was really pumped for Sam. I think he fits the linebacker mold that I think would really work in this system. Um, Hard-hitting linebacker, big um, I think if he added on a little bit of weight, could be real dominant. But I, I was really excited. So, I, listen, it sucks that he's not going to be a knight, you know, or at least a UCF knight. But uh, I was looking forward to it. So I asked on Twitter, I asked and said, hey, let's hear what you guys have to say on the matter. Because I think that's just as important. I want to get 
kind of the pulse on what you guys are thinking. And I asked, how are you feeling? Uh, so Michael Mep- M-P-T-N-E-S-S, sorry, I don't know how to say that last name, is best of luck to him. That's what uh, Michael said um, on Twitter. And if you guys need to follow me, it's Sean M.R. Green on Twitter. Um, He said best of luck to him. And guys, straight up, I think that's the best response you could have given. And that's the best response that I'm giving to any recruit that decommits. Guys, I think right now in Twitter culture and social media culture, it is... Some fans have a tendency to backlash these or to send backlash and send negativity to these 16, 17, 18 year old kids that originally commit commit to your school and then decide, listen, I'm going to decommit because I either a have a better situation for me or B, you know, I just need some time to think and put all my options out there, and I don't want to disappoint anybody. In the case of Sincere, Sincere Edwards said, listen, I love uh, UCF. I love the coaches. I'm an Orlando kid. I just want to give everybody a fair shot these last couple months. Guys, these guys are signing their commitment letters in November. And we said, if we always say when we're talking about commits or recruits, we say, if they sign, it will be. And then I fill in the blank. If they sign, it'll be awesome, amazing, great for the class, right? Just because they're committed does not mean, and, and people like to throw around the term, oh, committed. They're not committed. They're not this. It's like, at the time, they were. But guess what? It's not your life. We are fans of UCF first, uh, right? We we obviously want top tier players that are committed to UCF to stay committed. John Walker. We always bring up John Walker the last year because, again, number one raid recruit in UCF history. Stayed committed. Right? But if John Walker decided, I think it's better for me to go to Florida, though we can disagree, it's his life. And it's going to be better in his head for his family and his future. In, in doing, and again, it's not just getting to the NFL, it's it's life after, life after football, right? So, on Twitter, and I'm going to, and listen, I love and respect all UCF fans, but we're going to call out when certain people say stuff, right? So, Ethan says he calls himself shysty. This should surprise no one. I get excited when these guys enroll. Again, has nothing to do with their nickname has nothing to do with that. I'm gonna we're gonna go through all these comments and I'm gonna tell you exactly why these guys decommitted and why I potentially don't think they're going to or I mean in Sam's case he's definitely not gonna be a UCF knight. In Sincere's case, I think there's a solid chance that he will also not be a UCF knight. But we'll go through it. The UCF wizard just said just ready to finally play a hundred percent. Right? We we're in June. We are a month or two away, two months away almost from kicking the ball off. Now, recruiting's not going to stop there, right? Just like we know, the recruits come to the games, right? It's still a recruiting process. And that's why college football is a year round sport. It's a year round thing because you need to recruit these kids 365, 24 7. If you stop recruiting them, then it's going to bite you in the butt. Right, some of the recruits we're we're pushing for now, 
they've said like they committed elsewhere and UCF never stopped recruiting them. And that's big to recruits because that shows, listen, you're not just going to slack because you, uh, I committed somewhere else. You're going to continue treating me the same whether I'm on your roster or not, right? Um, at Gold Rush 97 JJ said, is it December? Nothing matters until they can sign and arrive on campus. 100%, JJ. 100%. It's not your life. It's theirs. They're going to do what's in the best interest of them. Like, I think every single commitment and every single recruit, regardless of if they sign to UCF or it don't, is a step in the right direction for the program. And what I mean by that is, listen, Jalen Hayward, right? We'll talk about it in a second. But Jalen Hayward, you get Jalen Hayward on campus, right? And there's a chance you flip him. There's a chance. You have a chance. But what happens if you don't? Are you saying he makes the wrong decision just because he committed to Georgia and he doesn't flip to us? What if he flips to us? Are we then going to be talking the same way to him and saying he didn't commit? Oh, good job flipping. It's the same situation. So are Georgia fans then going to talk on Jalen Hayward and say, oh, all this negative stuff on him? No, he's making the best decision he thinks for his family. But going back to... I think every recruit helps the UCF program. Just because they don't lace up in a UCF uniform, if they come to a bounce house weekend and it's out there that he came, that is moving the UCF program forward. Sincere Edwards, listen, at the end of the day, you had a four-star, three-star on some sites, four-star on some sites, committed to UCF. If he ends up not commit, signing with you, it's fine. You wish him well and you, you hope that he does well. He's an Orlando kid. You want him to do well. And I hope he's a knight. I'm a big fan of Sincere, local kid, Wakaiva. Like, I want him to do well. If he's not a Knight, I'm still going to root for him. If he's going to Pitt, which there's a solid chance he goes to Pitt, that gives me a chance to, like, look at Pitt and be like, hey, you got a local Orlando kid that was once committed to the Knights and decided it's better to go to Pittsburgh. And listen, you can't blame him. Pittsburgh's got a great program and a lot of things going for it. We're Knights fans, right? Knight, at Knight underscore UCF underscore. Great Twitter handle. Great Twitter handle. Seems like they have stabilized the linebacker position and prioritized other targets. Part of the process. We're going to get to that in a minute, but you are correct. Um, Knight's fan Tom said, Zzz. so basically like sleeping emoji. Um, at Carly 05101 says, it sucks. Hopefully we can get some more linebackers, maybe Birdsong and McGee. Again, we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, wasted space at wasted space says meh um and and that was it but i think we'll talk about it right now okay in, in the for sam robinson again on on the surface it's three-star high-end linebacker decommits from ucf to go to rutgers right on the surface when you actually dive deep it's a very simple answer. Clearly, somebody's coming in. You just signed DJ McCormick last week, right? Who we all are really excited about. DJ McCormick is there. Sam Robinson was there. There was a decommitment just about a week and a half, two weeks ago from a four-star linebacker that was committed to the University of Cincinnati, Quay Birdsong. If you're Sam Robinson... 
do you want to be signing to a class that has two other linebackers in it? Now, I'm not saying it's it's uncommon. I'm just saying you had a thought, a vision process that you and DJ were going to be the two linebackers in the class. You were going to lead the linebackers in the 24 class. If Quay Birdsong comes in, he's the top linebacker technically, according to rankings, not saying when they get on the field how it's going to be, but according to rankings, Quay Birdsong is the better is the top linebacker in that position group. So if I'm Sam Robinson, I'm saying, listen, maybe for me it's better to go to another school. I don't want to be kind of and listen, UCF has added to the linebacker position in the transfer portal for this season. I think again, it's what is best for the player. And clearly, in Sam's case, he decided it's better to go to Rutgers. Now, Willis McGahee, that that could also be potential. I am almost obviously UCF insiders will tell you. I'm almost 100% confident Quay Birdsong is a knight. If I had to guess that he is going to be a knight. Willis McGahee, I'm feeling less confident, but I'll say this. If you get if if Sam Robinson kind of has that feeling that you're probably going to get Willis McGahee, Quay Birdsong, and DJ McCormick, it makes total sense. It makes total sense that, like, listen, this room is crowded. I'm a freshman coming in with three other linebackers. There's not a spot. I'm going to go try and get a name for myself at Rutgers. And again, you can't blame the kid. Now, let's talk about Sincere Edwards. The Sincere Edwards one, I was shocked that more people weren't bringing this up. More people were just assuming Pitt stole him, right? Pitt took him. To which, uh, listen, I said UCF is still in the running, and I think there's still a chance, right? Now, if I had to put my money down right now, it seems like he's going to Pitt. If I had to put my money down. But, and there's a good chance. You might see this weekend, I know he's visiting Pitt this weekend. You might see a commitment this weekend, right? We just got a commitment, and we're going to talk about it a little right now. Who just committed to us on Sunday or Monday? Derek LeBlanc. They play the same position. They're probably going to play the same role. Inside. Now, you could potentially move LeBlanc outside, but that's it. He's big. 265, 64 and a half. I mean, they'd be playing practically the same role. If you're Sincere Edwards... And you just found out Derek LeBlanc's coming in. Do you think, huh? Clearly, LeBlanc's coming in. They already have some serious interior defensive linemen. Where is my fit coming in? When am I going to get on the field? And that's why, like, there's a potential where he's like, I still want to see what happens with UCF because... I still think I could fit in there, but I want to open up the recruitment to all the schools to get all of my options 100%, right? But nobody was talking about that. I'm like, guys, like they, like it's a bummer because, again, we all like Sincere. But I think it's also like, listen, if I was in Sincere shoes, I would understand why. Because I'm like, we just UCF just got a four-star commitment from the 23 class 
who basically just took a quick three-month sabbatical in Oklahoma and is now a knight. So it's like you have to do what's best for you. And ultimately, it seems like Sincere's opening it up because like UCF got his position in the 23 class. And you see that in certain positions, right? Like, for example, running back. UCF didn't sign a major running back in 23. So this year, you get Stacey Gage and then Tavion Swint. They're like, listen, they took a break from getting like a top running back. We're going to, you know, kind of take that on for the next couple of years, right? Last year, not really a big wide receiver that was signed. Not one that we were... Now, obviously, receivers that could make an impact, but not a four-star wide receiver that you're like, oh, okay, this one's going to be a player. This year, you already see some of the names. UCF is swinging hard for some of these top four-star wide receivers. So it's like, that plays a factor. Doesn't... like. You have to look at the greater picture. Our offensive line. Look at some of the players UCF is swinging at and potentially hitting. Right? We have Eddie Pierre-Lewis looking like he's going to be a knight. Right? And he's probably going to commit somewhere here down the line soon. But it look he's looks like he's crystal balled. Right? So it's like you have all of these factors. And I think that's where you have to look at the greater picture. When something like this happens, and you have two commits, basically decommit back-to-back, what are the factors? And also, what's going on in the grand scheme? And also, it doesn't matter. And when I say it doesn't matter, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. It doesn't matter for UCF's class. I mean, there are two losses, big losses, that I, I wish they were nights, but they're not. As of this recording, and as of this moment. But these are, again, like I said, these are 20-year-old, 18, excuse me, 18 and 19-year-olds committing to a program. That's a tough decision. I can't even figure out what I want for dinner every night, let alone making a decision on where I want to go to school to play college for three to four years that could make or break my football career and then also could make or break my career after football. You, that is a tough decision on a kid. So I implore all of us UCF fans that when something like this happens, and it might not be the last two, like we have to understand in college football today, some stuff happens like this. If we sign a couple receivers, I love Case and Stokes. I think that is a great addition. That would be an amazing addition to the wide receiver room. But do you blame Case and Stokes? If we sign two or three four-star wide receivers and Case and Stokes says, okay, I'm going to decommit, you can't blame him. That doesn't mean he wasn't committed. It says other circumstances factored into the decision. And I think in this case, there were a lot of other factors that played in where they're like, and again, we don't have the big picture right now. We don't. We'll see. July is very close. Now, and you're not going to get everything in July. Just remember that. You're going to get a good chunk, but this is going into the high school season, possibly till October, November. Possibly, I mean, hell, possibly to February. Remember the Harris twins, they decommitted and they didn't sign until February. So it's all up in the air and you just got to give them time. And at the end of the day, whoever commits to UCF, 
we're going to love them. We're going to support them. And even if they don't commit to UCF, we've seen Derek LeBlanc. Look, I was not even bummed. I was just like, hey, local kid, play with John Walker. We're going to support him. Andrew Michael Harris. We're still supporting both Harris twins. I don't care if one's not on the roster. Because one day, who knows? And also, again, you want to support the kids regardless. So, that's my 20-minute spiel on supporting kids that are making a decision that's best for them. Like, listen, I'm 24 years old, right? I'm not the one making these decisions. All I can do is sit here and talk about it in front of a computer. I'm not moving to Rutgers having to make that decision thinking it's best for me. I'm not potentially lacing them up and moving to Pitt to say, like, this is going to be the best decision for my family. If these guys choose to stay here, it's because it's the best decision for them. And that's awesome for us because we get to see them in a night uniform. But if not, you wish them well, and hopefully one day they make their way back. And if not, they're Central Florida kids. That's awesome. That's awesome. Couple things before I let you go. We had a lot of big recruits come in last week. I was at, um, what were we at? So I was on a double date with my girlfriend uh, and, Rob and, Rob, and Rob's girlfriend. And we went to, uh, what's it called? Pop Stroke. Pop Stroke. Love that place. Waterford Lakes. You should go there. And we were, you know, playing 36 holes because, again, there's two like 18 hole courses. I'm telling you guys, good place. And I look at my phone. And I'm like, holy crap. Who's who's at UCF right now? And it was Jalen Hayward. One of the top safeties in the class. Uh, looked like he was having a good old time. And I, I tweet out some stuff because I was just like, oh, wow, this is, this is pretty awesome. I mean... The fact that he's there and he's actually at UCF right now is, I, I know one expected it. Obviously, he had the, the one picture go viral of him, Gibbs, and Williams shirtless, and that was cool and fun to see. I want to say this, and I think most UCF fans know this, because I, I am the creature of calm down, do not get too excited. I can get too excited. In this case, listen, I I maybe riled some UCF fans up. Said, uh, let's hope that a big boom is coming. Because I do hope that. I obviously want him to be a knight. And there's a lot of players. Tavion Galloway, that I'm really pumped. Kylan Fox. We talk about the same names. Because I'm, I'm excited about all those guys. Right now, I feel all good about those guys. And then I find out they're going to commit elsewhere. And I'm going to like be heartbroken. Because to me, they're a knight. But... What I want to say to UCF fans is for some of these kids, like I said uh, in the previous segment or when I talked about the other the other decommits, right? We have no idea when a lot of these guys are going to commit. Jalen Hayward is a Georgia commit. Now, if you look at the Georgia commits, they got a lot of safeties. They got a lot of corners committed to this class. So would it surprise me? No. I would love it. That'd be amazing if he committed to UCF. He's got a visit to Miami. That's a potential landing spot there. No doubt about it. 
But I think with all these recruits and everything you hear and everything you read, I think the main thing is let the kids enjoy their visits and see where the chips fall. Tavion Galloway is visiting Purdue. Space you number two. We space you number one. That's just a fact, right? Let these recruits enjoy themselves. Kylan Fox is at FSU. There's potential he's going to be a, a, a seminal, a knoll, right? And if it is, whatever, right? We, we wish him to be a knight. We want him to be a knight. But we're going to get our hopes up, and that's okay. Get excited because, like, again, this is no disrespect to all the players before, right? Because all the players before, if it wasn't for them, we would not be in this position right now. You, It's a growing culture. You need the two and three stars to get better three stars, right? Then you need those three stars to really make a name and make a program to then start getting those four stars. And then you need all those four stars to then become, get five, some of the five stars every once in a while. It's building a program. And UCF built their program on the likes of Blake Bortles, a guy that only had one quarterback offer. Mackenzie Milton, a two, three-star recruit from Hawaii that nobody really was was looking at. Gabe Davis, local kid to play receiver. Traquan Smith, Storm Johnson. Like, these guys built what UCF is today. And now UCF is reaping the benefits. So this is not a knock on any player by any means. Because like I've, you've, I've said this on a pod before. Stars don't mean jack. Stars don't mean jack. It's about the player. You will get a two-star player that has a ton of heart. Jason Johnson is one of the best players on defense, and I don't think he was a high, high-rated recruit. So it's not about that. But when we're talking about a recruiting now, you're seeing the differences, and that's it's huge. You're seeing how it's it's changing the landscape of UCF football and who they are able to bring in for a visit to where they're they're spending an official visit to come to UCF. That's huge. And that's when I said earlier that it's not about, oh, if they could commit to us or not. Because at the end of the day, guys, if Jalen Hayward doesn't commit, which there's a strong possibility he doesn't, that he doesn't flip, he stays with UGA. Would, are we going to be complaining? I would be jumping over the moon. I'd be like, we got Jalen Hayward, a top player in the class, to come visit UCF, which only is going to help the brand of UCF moving forward. So it's incredible and amazing. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Shout out to Derek LeBlanc. Hope everything's good. Uh, and happier tonight. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit, um, but one add to the 23 class to end the 23 class. I know it's mostly ending in August. That's kind of when the 23 class officially ends. But uh, I know we we kind of finished that out of who we brought in, and and hopefully uh, the 24 class can can get some bright spots coming up. We we took a couple L's, but we're gonna bounce back hopefully in July. Um, and have a good month of July coming up. A lot more news to talk about, guys, in the coming weeks. Obviously, I keep mentioning it because it's it's worth mentioning. This Colorado stuff, once that drops, you know we'll get an episode. 
obviously we're waiting for that July 1st to July 7th window where it seems like a lot of UCF priority recruits are going to be committing. So we will be dropping an immediate episode once we get all of those answers uh, for Walt Claire Flynn, Kylan Fox, uh, Tavion Galloway, Eddie Pierre-Lewis. A lot of those guys are recruiting within that window, so we'll definitely be bringing you um, an episode when we get that. Um, and then hopefully next week, you'll have a brand new backdrop that you can look at. I know it's a lot of white. Um, you don't even know. One of the things that I would love to put up is I have my laptop on it right now. It's actually what I've had my laptop on for the last six months. I might actually put it on a shelf. I have had, I've had no shelf space here. I'm in the corner of a, an apartment. So hopefully we can get some some better stuff hanging up, even though I, for what it is, I think it's it's great. Drop in the comments below uh, what I should add behind me, if I should switch it up every week. I've had that thought too, because I know for the Space U game, like I, I put the actual Space U shirt instead of the back-to-back. I love the back-to-back though shirt, you know, I love that. I got the Space U thing right here, the, the little Citronaut guy uh, from one of the basketball games. I've got a lot more. A lot more stuff. So drop it down in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts on all this. If What your thoughts are on the decommits. Who you really, really want to commit to the UCF Knights in a couple weeks. And also what I should do with this backdrop in my new place. That'd be very appreciated. All right, guys. Thank you, as always, for liking, subscribing, share. The subscribes have been so... I'm so immensely thankful uh, that you guys continue to support uh, and subscribe, please. Uh, most of you that do watch the videos are not subscribed. I know, it's crazy. It's not like every single YouTuber on here tells you that. But please, if you got two seconds, hit the subscribe button. You'll be notified. We've got a lot of exciting news coming up. Not even just UCF related. Some crazy things coming up in the works that I'm really excited to share. All right, guys. This has been Charge On presented by Bet Online. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.